Hello friends, hope you're doing well on this beautiful day. Um, As I mentioned in my last episode, I had a pretty big move, which is why I really wasn't updating my podcast or any of my uh, Alley Cat Reiki social media pages in a regular manner. Um, But I'm all settled in. My ancestors are in their new home in their new place not in my bedroom and they are very happy I am also very happy about that and uh uh, so one of the things I had to do obviously moving into this new space was to clear out old stagnant energy potentially any negative forces that were in there and as I was doing it I thought oh, that's something I haven't really spoken about on the podcast. I've talked about grounding. I've talked about cleansing yourself, but I I don't think I've really talked about cleansing a space. So here you go. This is what the episode is about today. It should be a quick one. It's not going to be very long. I'm not really in the mood to talk all of your ears off. Um, This is something that's important. I think a lot of people kind of overlook it. And I also think a lot of people think that it's very basic and that you can just wave some sage around a room and okay, it's fine. And it's really, I mean, it's kind of like a half-assed kind of a, a way to cleanse a space. Um, I cleanse a space when I travel. I, I cleanse, uh, you know, like when I travel in a hotel room, I cleanse when I move into a new office, which I had to do that as well, which is way harder to do than a living space, especially, you know, depending on the kind of industry that you're in. Um, So obviously you're going to have to adapt it to what you have available to you and what you can, you know, do safely, discreetly, etc. Um, And yeah, so I have a roommate, but my roommate is actually somebody that I have known my entire life. We grew up together and she's like a a sister to me. So she's totally cool with me doing what I feel like I need to do as long as, you know, it's not like really over the top crazy and not a fire hazard or something. She's totally fine with it. Um... You know, your employers and your coworkers may not, you know, my coworkers, eh, I'm still getting to know them, so probably not. But you know what? I, it's, you know, it, that's the difference between home and work. So there are several ways, you know, and it's the same with, it's same principles generally when it comes to cleansing uh, the self with, it, with cleansing a space. Um, you know, there are different ways you can do it by you know, obviously they say smudging with sage. Um, you can, I have kind of committed myself to stop buying sage. Um, if I do, I buy something very small. Um, you know, sage, of course, with the commercialization of spirituality that's kind of happening now, unfortunately, sage is actually starting to be like a limited resource. And um, a lot of Native American tribes who actually have been using sage for a very, very long time and it is part of their cultural practice are finding it difficult to uh, get their supplies and it, or it's becoming very expensive. So I kind of told myself I'm not really going to get sage anymore. 
if I do buy sage, the last time I actually bought sage was actually from um, a shop ran by uh, on a Native American reservation that while I was visiting, they had it. And I figured, well, if I'm going to buy it, I'm going to buy it from them rather than from like Sephora, like that crazy ass uh, witch starter kit where they gave you like a rose quartz. Do you remember that and how quick that got canceled? Yeah. Um, and besides sage, so the problem with sage, um, it works, it smells good, you know, to most of us. The problem with sage is it beyond smelling good. I feel like it's a better physical cleanser of the space than a spiritual cleanser. Um, it's, it smells nice and it, I've, there's actually scientific study that it actually does kill some bacteria in the air which is really nice so you know every now and then I like to to do it um but spiritually it's not really that powerful of a of a of a cleanser it's kind of uh it's like you know like witchy 101 kind of level um palo santo is oh my accent came out on that word sorry Palo Santo is actually, I think, a better choice. Um, sometimes Palo Santo, this, it's the fragrance kind of bothers me. So, um, you know, I don't really like to use it that much, you know, but when I need like a heavy duty cleansing or, you know, just feel like there's something off that I want to get rid of, I, I'll burn that for a little bit. Um, in certain incenses work. I believe, like, I think frankincense, I always go to, like, the biblical ones, like frankincense and myrrh, um, while they may not be seen as, like, traditional cleansing kind of herbs, I find that it works for me, I guess it kind of, like, raises the vibration of a space, um, rosemary is used traditionally kind of, like, as a neutralizer, um, but rosemary, in my opinion, kind of stinks when you, when, when it's, uh, burnt. Um, so I don't, I don't, I personally don't really recommend it, but Hey, I mean, if it works for you, I know some, a lot of people use rosemary or they use it in conjunction with like an incense cone and it, and that's what they do. Um, so one of the things I like to do though, is I like to use sprays because especially in like workspaces, I'll use sprays or I will use um, like more like powders and I'll, I'll do like different ways of keeping the energy in a good space. Um, like uh, one, one thing I was taught was to have a balanced energy, um, put a piece of rose quartz in all corners of a room and um, I, so I do that. I had that in my bedroom for a long time. I think I, that's what I'm going to do in my new workspace now because I, it's easier than smudging. Um, don't want to set any fire alarms at work. Um, there are sprays, there are sprays you can buy some, um, you know, obviously a way to cleanse a space, you know, you have like different washes, you know, you have, um, Oh, what's it called? You could you can grind up eggshells. That's a good way to cleanse a space. Um, I am totally blanking on the name of a wash that you can use. 
I know you can use camphor, but that's not a wash. Usually a lot of, a lot of botanicas have, um, floor washes that you can, you can buy. Um, there's also the practice of bluing. I, I, I'm picturing a blue color and, and I know that wasn't really what I wanted to, uh, to mention, but, uh, they do it. You know, um, the great thing about floor washes too, is you can kind of, you know, you can use it as a cleanse, but then you, you can also, uh, disguise it as, um, as like magic work. You can do prosperity, uh, floor washes, especially in a new business. You know, if you're, if you're renting a new storefront or if you're in a new office and let's say like you work on commission, if you work in sales, that's something that you can do. You could do protection. Um, what's another, oh, quita maldición. You could put a little bit of that in, in a floor wash when you, you know, like when you mop the floor, that's good. Um, when you cleanse a space, so there's, there's ways to go about it. So usually negative. So if you want to clear, like, let's say if you move into a new house and you want to cleanse it, you start from the back and you sweep all the way out to the front door. You, you want to get all that stuff out. Um, you want to air out the place so you can open windows while you do it, especially if you do use a, like what I call a fire method, like saging, burning an, an incense or herbs, things like that because you want the air to circulate. Um, when you want to bring things in, good things in, you, you sweep inwards. What other ways are there to cleanse? Okay, so we went over floor washes, you know, water, you know, and, and if you think about it, like I said, there's a parallel between cleaning a space and cleansing your body. You have, you know, like the smudging, the fire, you have the water, you have the air. Well, I guess that's more like what smudging is fire well you don't really want to burn the place okay so another way earth is um using uh crystals if you are so inclined um black tourmaline is an excellent crystal for protection but it's also good to have a piece of it near you it kind of absorbs i use like the raw hunks of it and i notice that when i have it with me if i go into like a stressful situation it's almost like selenite in the sense that i feel that it absorbs that kind of you know the the stuff that i don't want to affect me and a piece will break off and I do keep it like, you know, in a safe thing. It's not like just rubbing against like my jeans pocket where it'll break. Um, I mentioned four wrote pieces of rose quartz, one in each corner. So you can use crystals and you can use crystals like in the floor wash too. You know, if you want to put crystals in, in the bucket. Um, I feel personally that herbs are a little bit better with that. Um, and it's the same herbs that you would use in a cleansing bath. Now you're just going to use in um in the floor wash i did mention um camp camphor is also good i think there's a way that i think it's that that you put they, it comes like as a block and you can put that in the corner of a room as well and you switch it out every now and then um then uh eggshells white eggshells i do know is a good cleansing um Thing to have as well it's good for like you know protection things like that 
um, you know, you, sp you grind the eggshells down and you sprinkle it. It's good for fertility as well. Oh, another way you can cleanse your living space is by the use of sound. You can use chimes, bells, ringing bells a lot of times. Ringing bells is a good way to kind of uh, rid the house of spirits. I'm not really an expert when it comes to things like that, but I do know that bells in that regard are more effective than sage. You're definitely, if you're, if that's an issue that you are dealing with, if you feel that there is a presence in your home, um, I'm not really the person to help, unfortunately. You're going to have to look for someone more local. I do know that I have heard of Reiki being used as well. It kind of creates like a portal of energy for that uh, spirit to go in, but that's not really anything that I'm familiar with. Um, but there are a lot of spiritual cleansers all around the country. And I'm sure with a quick uh, internet search of like your zip code and like spiritual like house cleaning, someone will come up. And um, I know actually the my Reiki master actually that taught me one of the services her and her um, her fellow Reiki master and her practice provided was the spiritual cleansing of a house and, you know, protecting it and things like that, which I always thought was really, really cool. Um, you know, sometimes the simplest ways that you can also cleanse it is just, like I said, opening a window, opening the blinds, opening the doors, letting sunshine and fresh air in because, you know, things that like the dark do not like the light. And that's a good way to keep all that away from you. Um, certain essential oils like you could do in a diffuser, not drinking them, Karen, um, in a diffuser that you can use. I mentioned frankincense. Dragon's blood is also very effective. Peppermint is good. Peppermint also smells nice. At least I feel so. Lemon is good. It's purifying. Myrrh, I mentioned as well. Rosemary, sandalwood, and sage are the ones that I know, um, for, uh, essential oils in a diffuser. Um, frankincense kind of has a bit of a strong smell. So combine it with myrrh uh, to kind of round out the aroma. Um, and you know, you don't even have to use an essential oil because again, those aren't necessarily that great for the environment either, like how they are produced. Um, so if you have the herbs, you can even kind of just mix it in a spray bottle with water and kind of make your own uh, your own spray. You know, that's kind of like the most basic way that you can do it. Patchouli is also a good one, but um, patchouli I would use in the second phase. Um, another way is with sea salt. So now, now we're getting more into um, kind of protection, which is important when it comes to cleansing because when you cleanse, and this is what I wanted to get into earlier when I was mentioning sage. So when you eliminate the negative energy in a space, that's great. But now you have a void. So now that you have this void, you want to fill it with positive energy and positive uh, spirits and protection, right? So now this is where we come from with... Um, like doing sea salt. So you could do salt water if that's not going to corrode 
anything in your home. Um, I really recommend sea salt. You sprinkle it outside. Um, you sprinkle it at every door, the steps, the windows. You, speaking affirmations, doing this is also powerful. Speaking a prayer is also really powerful. Um, any of the herbs that I mentioned before can also be used that way. Um, I mentioned bells. Bells are a good way. Tibetan singing bowls are also used as well. So if, you know, for my meditators and yogis out there, if you got that, you could use that. Um, Archangel Michael is a good one to call upon because he's good for spiritual cleansing and protection of of yourself and the home. Um, a quick prayer that I found you could, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, crazy, you know, long. You could just say something like, I call upon you, Archangel Michael, and ask you to please clear my home of any negative energy. Please remove any negative entities or any earthbound spirits that have been attracted here and send them now into the holy light. I pray that you use your sword to cut the cords to any energies that no longer serve a purpose in this space. Thank you. Amen. Um, for those of us who lean more, you know, Christian in our traditions, though I'm surprised you're listening to my podcast, but thank you. Um, holy water. Get holy water. Go to the church. Get holy water. The, you can use that to cleanse. That's what it's there for. Um, your priest or pastor can definitely give you prayers for that as well. You know, there's a reason why the Catholic, I mean, I can only speak from Catholic churches because that's kind of like what I grew up in. They have incense. They burn incense at every single set, like service. So you can't say that it's, you know, just like, oh, well, Christians don't do that. Lots of Christians use incense. So it's fine. Um, there are spells that you could do if you're inclined to doing spell work, but I don't really do that. I mean, it's pretty simple. Um, sprinkling red brick dust outside of your home as well is is a good way to protect it and to keep people that you don't want coming in, like intruders and unwanted guests as well. Um, it's the same way like when you sweep, like I said, you want to keep people out, you sweep out the negative out the front door. And yeah, you, you definitely want to kind of seal your cleansing with protection. So I believe I had a previous episode regards to protection. Um, you can also, you know, some of the most simplest things, you know, I think some people use like horseshoes. I know in the Maltese culture, I have my eyes all around my house to watch out. You know, some of us believe in the evil eye. So, you know, we have our Hamzas out. Um, you are, if you're Italian, you also have the horn for protection. You know, you, we, we got, you have like your symbols around your house and your ways to protect you and your loved ones. Um, now in the workspace, you, it's going to depend on where you work. Um, you know, sometimes you can't like, let's say if you work in a hospital, like let's say if you're a nurse and you don't really have an office, you're out on the floor working with patients, then you're going to want to do cleansing and protection of yourself. You know, that's kind of your thing. You could do it of your car, um, of your clothing. I mentioned bluing. I haven't done it, so I'm not really familiar with it, but I just know that that is a method. Um, I just haven't done it myself. 
um, but there's lots of information out there. Um, Original Botanica, which is a real uh, supplier in the Bronx that I have personally visited several times and love because it's just like a giant like warehouse of magical things. I love them. Um, they, I believe they have information on them. You can look up as well. They, I believe they also sell the supplies for it. I've never really looked for it. I think I might've just seen it in passing. Um, if you feel that there is a heavy presence in your living space, you're going to want to definitely talk to a professional. You're going to want to find somebody that specializes in in that area. Definitely don't attempt it yourself. You don't want it to become attached to you. It's difficult. Um, you know, I wouldn't even, I was going to recommend something and then I'm like, you know what, I don't even want to, you know, give somebody an idea that could potentially put them in danger. Um, but yeah, so like I said, this was going to be a quick little fun episode. Um, I got inspired by all the cleansing and protection things that I did in my new living space and in my new workspace. And hopefully if I ever get a storefront, I'll be doing it there too. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. I Hope that any of these tips and tricks that I gave you, you find useful. And until next time, bye guys, take care.